Buongiorno and welcome to the Global Podcast, where we keep you up to date on the latest trends and insights on diplomacy in international development. I'm your host, Jesu Antonio Baez, Director of Pax Techum Global Consultancy, based here in London, which produces this series. In this podcast, I sit down with thought leaders, diplomats, and experts on the field, as well as provide analysis from our own team at Pax to talk more about the need for diplomacy in international development in order to foster political will around greater social impact and good. So grab your headphones and let's get on with the show. On today's episode of the Global Podcast, we're diving into the slew of protests that have been occurring throughout the world, from Lebanon to Chile, in which countless citizens are heading to the streets for what they say is the boiling point with their governments. However, we'll be focusing mainly on Lebanon on this episode, where countless citizens have been protesting throughout the country, from the streets of glittery Beirut to the conservative city of Tripoli in the north, and most significantly in the southern city of Sidon, uniting under the Lebanese flag and not under religious fractions, which is a huge step for the country that suffered a 20-year civil war back in the 80s, in anger against the latest government move to implement attacks on the usage of WhatsApp on all Lebanese mobile phone users. This is an enormous, and dare I say, ballsy move from the government, given that WhatsApp is the most popular method of communications within the country. Needless to say, this was the straw that broke the camel's back for the Lebanese population, and despite government ultimately lifting the tax, the people are still on the street. According to a latest Al Jazeera report, protesters say that they'd like to see power handed over to a transitional council made up of judges with no political affiliation until new elections can be held. Despite even the more recent update from Prime Minister Saad Hariri offering to slash the salaries of all government workers by 50%. But again, the people are in the street, and the reason is linked to much more than just WhatsApp tax and slash cuts on salaries. These protests are the result of a lack of investment in local population and the lack of consideration for sustainable development to allow both economic and social growth to flourish within the country. Looking at Lebanon, despite the glitty reputation it has both within the Arab world and outside for its beautiful beaches, its fantastic snow-capped mountains, and rich culture, it is a country that though appears to be on the developed aspect is much more underdeveloped than one can imagine. The country suffers from multiple power outages and sporadic infrastructure around the country, such as potholes throughout the roads and more developed coastal cities, but a complete impoverished south and rural area, predominantly in the Bekaa Valley. Then there's the government bureaucracy, which makes Dante's Infernos and its multiple punishments much more appealing than dealing with the non-stop hurdles for taking care of simple tasks, such as renewing a passport or even getting a stamp. Youth unemployment is astronomically high at 17.8%, and the majority of those who are employed are working precarious jobs, meaning jobs that are not sustainable or considerably low pay. 
Lebanon is also a refugee host country and actually for two refugee population, both of the Palestinian refugees and their descendants from the original exodus following the establishment of the State of Israel, and Syrian refugees whose presence has sparked tensions between both the Lebanese population and the refugee population given that many jobs throughout the country, such as restaurants and retail, are offering refugees under the table positions at half the rate than they would have for a Lebanese citizen and without the obligation of providing health care and other benefits, which refugees are not entitled to. In regards to the Palestinian community in Lebanon, years of living in Lebanon has produced a generation of Palestinian refugees born in Lebanon but are not entitled to Lebanese citizenship, thus lacking benefits and opportunities for potential youths in the country, including jobs, even if they graduate from the prestigious American University of Beirut. Now, Lebanon has been called the Paris of the Orient, or the Bride of the Middle East, as commonly mentioned in Arabic, when referencing to the beauty that Beirut and Lebanon has to offer. But the series of government neglect on the population over the years has led to frustration from the general population, which demonstrates one clear message. When you fail to invest in your people, karma really does bite you back. Investment in local citizens is crucial for a healthy economic advancement for the country and ensuring sustainable development measures that create jobs with healthy infrastructure and potential for social progress which is vital to lift a nation from developing to developed. Yet why do so many governments fail to invest accordingly in their citizens which ultimately leads to discontent and potential outbursts as we see in Lebanon? Quite simple, short-term self-motivated vision. The failure of leaders to see the big picture for their country, which is also linked to the leaders who fail a key trait that they should have being the golden standard for their election to power, leadership. Even the recent proposal of Hariri to slash the government workers' pay by 50% shows that he's not really getting the full picture. It has never been about the high salaries of the government officials, though there has been frustration linked to that. It's been about the neglect. The Lebanese protests demonstrate why governments must invest in their citizens, providing sustainable jobs with dignifying salaries, sustainable infrastructure such as sustainable electricity and paved roads, which are a few things that can truly go a long way. And perpetual neglect can only lead to rising tension as we see here, and instability and peace. This is why implementing the sustainable development goals at country level and encouraging countries to not just complete the VNR for the sake of completing the VNR, or voluntary national review as states are asked to present to the United Nations on their achievement of the Sustainable Development Goals, but are asked to truly implement the SDGs as a guide to really ensure the healthy growth and future of their country. Implementing the SDG goals at country level and inviting private and public sector to transparently work with the government to fill in gaps is crucial in order to help facilitate this as well. Whether it's an impact investor trying to invest in electric grids to stabilize the country's electrical output, or programs for greater standardized healthcare implemented from an NGO, it's these steps that can lead to progress for the country. Of course, I'm not naive. I work in politics. And politics does get in the way. Greed, contracts that pose more of an interest to a political party or a stakeholder than the general population, tend to also overtake the psyche of those in power. But if governments continue to refuse to acknowledge the benefit of investing in their population and proper sustainable and transparent impact that generates growth and not elections, the Lebanese protests continue to serve as a massive example of what can happen with accumulated discontent. 
And again, we're seeing these further protests on the same caliber in Chile as well, where many are protesting for the exact same reasons. High costs into aspects of their lives which are crucial, such as rising costs in mass transport, has become the last straw for the Chilean population, also heading to the streets of Santiago to protest against government action. And though failure to answer to the needs of the population may slide in one political regime, the implications it can have for the future of the country when the citizens are forgotten are tremendous. Sand can't be buried under the carpet for much longer. The more sand you put under, the more of a desert they'll be. The Lebanese protests are monumental for current Lebanese history, uniting the Lebanese population under one flag, also indicating the importance of investing in your people and what happens when you don't. Let's hope that they lead to sustainable peace that can ultimately ensure sustainable development. That brings us to the end of this edition of the Global Podcast. I'm Jesu Antonio Baez, Director of Pax Tech and Global Consultancy, which produces this series. Please do check out our website at www.paxtechandglobal.org. That's P-A-X-T-E-C-U-M-G-L-O-B-A-L.org to discover more about our work. You can also follow this podcast and the work of PAX on both Twitter and LinkedIn. And if you like this podcast, please don't forget to rate, review, and of course subscribe on both Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Join us next week for another edition. And until next time, grazie e ci sentiamo presto. Ciao!